With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Late Night Dosa Bapa, another random, last-minute, off-the-cuff, potentially hazardous, but hopefully fulfilling and informative podcast. I'll be joined tonight by the lovely Miss Stoker. Let's get her on right now. Hello? Hi. All right, it worked. Sorry. First time I had somebody on, I clicked that button and nobody answered. And it was the most <laughs> awkward opening. I was like, uh, hello, hello, answer! Okay. <laughs> it was a British, okay, like a British so, accent. That's right. No, I, I have many accents. I, I basically use different voices every day. It, it entertains my kid. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. I mean, it's We've only been, like, corresponding on Twitter for Facebook for how long now? Two years? A year? A couple years, at least, yeah. At least that. Fuck, I mean, this long-distance shit, I just can't do it anymore, okay? we we got to get closer. (laughs) We do, yeah. This is getting ridiculous. Not too long ago. I'm getting very needy. Yeah, I was close to Little Rock not too long ago. (sighs) We're going to have to meet up sometime and connect. We're going to have to hang out. You and I not talking is like if Nicholas Sparks wrote a Cardinal baseball novel and it had a sad (laughs) ending and it was just, it's just shitty. Okay, so (laughs) you are known as Dizzy Dean. You you have the coolest profile pictures, Dizzy Dean underscore 17 fans. Before you listen to the rest of this, go power right now. Don't think about it. Just do it. Miss Dizzy Dean, (laughs) or as I had to call you, Miss Stoker or Lady Stoker. Mm -hmm. Your first name is pronounced Dino, right? Not Diana. Right. Yeah, Dina. Because Diana fucking sucks. Dina. I know it does. Yeah. I know. I, Everybody how many people call me Diana. Say that shit wrong. How many people say like on an annual basis? How, what's the percentage of people that say your name wrong? I would say at least ninety-eight percent of people pronounce it wrong. Fuck! Really? I mean, don't don't you ever just yeah. go? That's not right, okay? Shorten yeah, was, that shit up. Too, it's Dina. I was too shy in grade school, imagine that, to tell the teachers that it was Dina and not Deanna. So I went through most of my school days being called Deanna. You shy? I went through a stage. I went through a stage oh. through about, I guess, around about the first grade through sixth or seventh grade where I was really shy. And then my parents sent me to a private school, and it was all boys. And so <laughs> oh. I, had to, I had to come out of my shell just to defend myself. You, you, you had to grow up fast. Yeah, Holy shit. yeah. It was, I was See? gangster, straight gangster after that. Straight gangster. It was over. And that could yeah. be a movie. It was over. Young, shy yeah. Dina goes to an all-boys <laughs> school and comes out like fucking Don Corleone's, like, rough I sister. Did, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. My, it was all detention oh after God. that. 
<laughs> oh, man. Well, for anybody, since I haven't even introduced myself, they don't even know who they're talking to. Uh, this is Dan Buffa at Buff82. I never stop talking, even when I'm tweeting. So uh, this is a little – I always do these things last minute. I just kind of think about instead of writing, I like to just go on and kind of have my own little therapy session on Dose of Buffa podcast. So – and I like having people on with me because, as Daniel Shoptaw said, it's not fun talking to yourself. Did that last night. They had just, just me on, and it was just sad. I think there were tears oh. towards the end of the podcast. But uh, I, I, I'm, I followed you a long time ago because, number one, you're easy on the eyes. That's like an instant follow right there. Number two, you know your Cardinal stuff. You know your Cardinal history. And number three, you can handle yourself in the conversation, which – 85, 90% of Twitter cannot. They just kind of drop a hot take and run, run out the door. They can't really talk. You kind of defend yourself really well and you handle it. But now that I hear about the all-boys school, it completely makes sense. <laughs> it does. It makes sense. I have to choose my battles. But every now and then I'll see something that just kind of strikes my interest and puts a fire inside of me and I have to, I have, to have a moment. So, you'll catch me on Twitter. You'll, you'll catch me on Twitter sometimes in the middle of the night, and I'll see something. And I'll just, I'll go crazy. So it's it's rare, but it happens. It happens. Hey, I remember when I was talking to you one time. I was basically on a one a.m. Walmart run, and we were messaging back and forth <laughs> about something, and it was just awesome. I was like, we're having a conversation. I mean, I'm, I'm back and forth, and she's <laughs> up at the same time I'm up. I was like, everybody, there's somebody oh, yeah. else up in the middle of the night like me. I'm a night owl. If I could just, you know, and I, no matter how early I have to get up, I just, the nighttime, I just feel so much more alive at night. Something about it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home dad writer, so when the kid goes to sleep, it's it's like basically my playtime. I, I get my toys out, the playtime, right. and I, I just basically make noise. But, oh, yeah. yeah, I love the night. I mean, I, I, I run at night. I'm the guy that people see around here. I scare people down here in Arkansas because I run at like 2 a.m. in the morning. Like, what is that fucking guy doing? <laughs> this guy in a bald t- in a t-shirt, he's running. It's he, he can get eaten by a fucking wolf or something, and he's out running in the middle of the night. That's me. I, I, I seriously scare people because, number one, I don't have an accent. I just kind of have what they call a St. Right. Louis accent, which basically means I don't have a southern accent. So I, I already scare them once. I mean, it's, it's been <laughs> twice. I'm bald with a beard, and I wear, like, you know, somewhat tight T-shirts, and I I really just scare people down here. I, I think I am known as just the, the fucking evil guy, and I'm really a, a nice, you know, somewhat, you know, nice person, somewhat nice. I won't, I won't say completely nice. Yeah, people in Arkansas aren't very open-minded. They're a little bit, <laughs> they're a little bit close-minded. My grandpa, you know, he's lived there for a long time. He used to live in Texas um, when my dad was little, and uh, they moved up there when they had their, one of their daughters had their first grandson, so they moved back up there to Arkansas. And so they uh, they used to live around Newport, and now they live in Bearden, which is not too far mm. in Little Rock. It's yeah, nothing, not, is that nothing like... out there. It's really desolate. There's nothing out here. Nothing I, I live out in Maumelle, which is like yeah. five minutes from Little Rock. And when I leave my complex, my apartment complex, I could see 
Walter White and Jesse cooking meth across from me, and I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody. There's nobody out here. <laughs> but uh, we were all right, we well, were coming we, home. We were coming home from yeah. our grandpa's one night, and uh, we saw a house that was on fire. And so there's no one out there. So me and my dad had to stop by and help this couple with their house because it was burning to the ground, and it was so out of control. We just had to let it go. So that was probably about. I don't know, maybe six or seven years ago. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Nothing ever happened here. I mean, I think I could like you know, Dexter could like run wild around here, but nobody would catch him. It's, oh yeah. He could just be totally green Henley, you know, killing bad guys all over and be shopping at Walmart, and nobody would know what, that it's Dexter Morgan. They still alive, so, so they could do a sequel. But anyway. Let me let's get to what we were talking about. I think I think me and you could just talk about anything all night, and oh, yeah. I'm not sure okay. I, uh, how to do an all night podcast. But I mean, that'd be awesome though. Like just midnight to six, we just give a quick coffee break, put the phone down. But all right, how many cups of coffee? Oh my gosh, I love coffee. I, I I run on it. If I go to the hospital, I basically ask the nurse for an IV of coffee. It's like, can you put some iced coffee in my veins just before we start doing all the weird doctor shit? But, um, well, two teams, a couple little small teams called the Cardinals and the Cubs, they had a little powwow at Bush Stadium at night, and things did not go the Cardinals' way. I think if there was a, a nightmare scenario for people looking at this April 18th date, everything came true about that nightmare. You had John Lackey looking mm-hmm. like, you know, Clayton Kershaw on his best day. Uh, you had Jason Hayward making those little fancy little diving catches where he slides and just gets right. up like nothing ever happened. Like, you know, the kind right. of catches where Lance Burton used to almost break his forearm doing. Hayward yeah. just kind of slides and does it. Uh, the bats went cold. Uh, nothing really good happened. I can't think of anything good happened. I mean, we didn't, we didn't score any runs. We... Seth Manis didn't pitch. I guess. Is, that, is that a good part? I guess maybe. I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't see how it could have gone much worse than it did go. All our worst fears came to life, and it was just like the postseason all over again. Yeah, it really sucks because you know you wanted the Cardinals. You know they were hitting so well. They're bashing the shit out of people. I think there's Reds fans and Brewers fans that are probably depressed because they got to face us mm-hmm. all year. But then you watch them tonight, and it's just—it's like an on and off switch. They just go from very good yeah. to tonight. You have Elvis Diaz. He thought the first baseman was in, and was basically standing in front of the dugout, not in front of the base. He, you know, he, he throws balls all over the field, and you know mm-hmm. everybody's swinging at John Lackey's pitches. I think if you could have just told Biscotti that ball is going to dive into the fucking dirt. Okay, right. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, come on, you went to Stanford. You're a genius. Why do you keep swinging at that stupid shit? So everything went bad tonight. What are, what are your takeaways? What needs to happen tomorrow for us to wipe away this shit stain in the game tonight? Well, like you said, you know, it, they were swinging at everything. I think we need to wait for the pitchers. You know, you had that. You saw Jake Arrieta, and he was he was watching Leak. He was watching every pitch. And you saw Dexter Fowler get up there. And as soon as that sinker, as soon as Leak threw that sinker, he launched one. And so we're going to have to oh, yeah. be patient. We're going to have to wait. We're gonna have to wait for the pitches. They're, you know, they've got a great batting coach. They've, they watch, they pay attention. That's what we're gonna have to do. Everybody wants to be the hero right now, 
you know, we've got our rookies and they want to be the hero. So yeah. you're going to have to wait for their pitch. They're not going. They're not waiting for their pitch, and they're going to have to wait for the pitch. Yeah. They all want to be the hero yeah. right now. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, everybody, even the rookies, even Diaz and Hazelaker know about what happened last October and what happened over the winter. Everybody wants to, you know, I think they went up there just wanting to crank Lackey as hard as they could and Lackey just go, well, I'm just going to yeah. keep throwing the same pitch off the plate and make him look stupid, which is basically what he did. You know, relatively, Mike Leake looked pretty good. He allowed three earned runs in seven innings. He kind of deserved more offense. He had struck out six guys. Probably his best outing of the year. And I think it and was. He's probably like, I, he's, he's thinking to himself, hey, you guys were scoring all these damn runs, and now you don't score any runs for me? What, what is this? I saw this last year when I was facing you. This is bullshit. Right. Yeah, I think we, but, we looked, he, he looked really good. It was, But he just didn't have the support that he needed. Yeah, he didn't. The only good part of the night was that Jason Hayward was over for the strikeout. So, you know, yeah, that how about was, that? Right. <laughs> was he batting 205 this season? He is. He uh, Let's see. He is batting 188 with a <laughs> 520 OPS, which is basically, for people that don't know about OPS, that's shit bad. That's just that's right. horrible. Right. And small sample size, I don't care. We're, we're, we're going to yak right. on him because now – you know, the thing about Hayward, I told people this, you know, it isn't that he just left. He went to the Cubs. I mean, it's, yeah. imagine if Albert Pujols had went to the Cubs instead of the Angels. That right. would just be heartbreaking. It would be oh, terrible. Heartbreaking. I mean, uh, I, I listened to Dina talk today before the game, and, you know, he's being respectful. And he's like, well, you know, St. Louis was ideal, but I wanted to go to Chicago and be an asshole. So, you know, I tried to write a nice little article a day where I was kind of halfway going, it's okay. But then when we start losing the Cubs, the anger kind of starts to come up, and I go, okay, this is bullshit. You know, you have John Lackey pitching a gym, and Hayward's out there doing those little fancy little diving catches. I mean, it makes you mad, doesn't it? It makes me mad, yeah. And, you know, he just – he practically does a back bend when he does the little sliding catch. And every time, every time, you know, he makes one of those catches, I just I want, our, I want our offense to just come alive. And I just knew that we would hit some home runs tonight. We didn't even we didn't do that much. But I'm hoping we'll come back and get them. I just want to see their faces. I want those smiles to be wiped off their faces, just like everybody yeah. else does. But it's going to take some work. Yeah, that's a- it's going to take some work. I mean, the closest guy to hit a home run tonight was Matt Adams. That just tells you how bad of a night it was. Matt Adams <laughs> almost hit a home run. Almost. Yeah. Matt almost. Adams, who is too lot. busy. Yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's just, I mean, and this is going to be all year. I mean, this is, like, this is the first of, like, like, 18 games with these with these team. And, uh, you know, I usually hate going to Wrigley, but I think I'm really going to hate going there if we are, like, down to this team in June and we have to go there, I'm just going to be – I mean, I never like playing Wrigley. Wrigley's, like, fucking, like, you know, the twilight zone for me when it comes to baseball teams and who the Cardinals play. It is. Yeah. But, uh, well, tomorrow we have Jaime not sick with a stomach virus yet. Garcia pitching. Let's just hope he doesn't come down with something. <laughs> Hopefully tonight he didn't change his mind. Yeah, he hopefully he doesn't get the shits tonight. You know, I had some bad Mexican. 
has a bad protein right. shake and then just you know tells Mike and Mike just goes, well, is Mike Matheny sounds like Batman. In case anybody's ever watched the press conference, Mike Matheny is quietly Batman. He's Bruce Wayne. No, nobody knows but yeah. me. But he basically would right. just tell, okay, I man, you go out there and just, uh, yeah, you just <laughs> go, yeah, all right. I can see that. Well, we all know that I'm one of Mike Matheny's halfway apologists, even though he, he can drive me insane at times. What, what do you think? Do do you see him? What do you think this year with this bullpen that's deeper, this bench is better? What? How can Mike Matheny fuck this team up? I'm 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 going to go on devil's advocate. I'm going to jump over with you and kind of go. What is he? Obviously, can't fry the bullpen arms this year. Hopefully, right. the more he pitches Seth Manis, the more I just think, okay, well, he isn't going to be here all year. So let's just fry his arm and send him down to Memphis and let him cook burgers. What? Can Mike Matheny? How can he impact this team this year in a negative way? In a negative way, well, yeah. What he's doing with our rookies right now, I think, is just you know, Wong needs to play. Wong needs to be out there. Um, if he sees anybody make a mistake, you know, they're gone. Like with Greg Garcia, we knew that was coming. Um, oh, I think God. he's really got to give him a chance and. You know, when somebody makes a mistake, especially a rookie, you can't just bench them for two or three games. That's not the answer. You know, they need to be out there in the action. They need to be out there getting yeah. a veteran arm. They need to be there. And I think Matheny, you know, he empathizes with them a little too much. You know, he he's always wanting to be their friend more than mentor. Yeah. You know, but he's got to be the coach. He's got to come in there and say, hey, you know what, you did this. You, you made your mess. you got to clean it up. You know, that's I think that's what's going to happen. That's what Joe Madden would do. And so he would make yeah. him clean the mess up. I don't, he, he's not going to take him and bench him. It's not going to happen. You know, Texas Cardinals fans, you know, he said it perfectly tonight, and that's what it's going to take. That's what I think. You know, we got to see these guys clean up their mess, finish what they start. That's how it's going to have to be for them to get anywhere with the team. Definitely. I mean, and I agree. And the one thing that I really agree with, and you did too, Scott, one of the most ferocious Twitters on there. The guy will just basically mm-hmm. caps you the heck off Twitter if you, if you let unapologetic. him. Unapologetic. Um, unapologetic. He's, yeah, he's unapologetic. And, you know, while he can kind of get me mad, I think he's kind of like the Joe Strauss <laughs> of Twitter. He he gets me mad, but in a good way. Yeah. He kind of challenges me. He does. Like, we've had our, our fits. He thinks, I'm, he thinks I'm some big homer when I'm really not. And we just kind of go back and forth. But... <laughs> The one thing he said tonight was, and I really believe it, is that I really hope he plays a Ledmus Diaz tomorrow. I hope he doesn't bench him yeah. after his rough night. If he puts Ruben Tejada out there short tomorrow, I'm going to hire a sniper to throw a beanbag at Mike Matheny's yeah. face because you got to put a Ledmus Diaz. See, the problem, my big problem with Ruben Tejada is I don't think he's a, in better than what we have. I think he's just kind he's of a guy who can play a little defense. Yeah, he's not the answer. It's like basically putting a Band-Aid at shortstop. It's going to rip off in like four innings. Just put right. Aledmus Diaz over there. You would give him a boost of confidence if you said, you know what, you know what, fuck tonight. You know, right. I'm Batman. Be my Robin. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, just go out there tomorrow and collect three hits, make a couple good plays. He's just a young kid. I mean, this guy had a – way to yeah. play baseball for, for over a year. Was it 18 months he couldn't play baseball? I mean, this guy's got some rage, man, this kid. He wants to play. 
he was he was almost designated for assignment last year, and he responded in the best way possible. He just didn't stop hitting from August to spring training, and now he's on the team, and he's had a great start. I just hope he doesn't bench him tomorrow because, as we yeah. see with Colton Wong, you know, these, I mean, these young kids are fragile. I mean, I mean, if you fuck yeah. with them, I mean, it, it could put them back. And during a season like this, where you're going to be butting heads with the Cubs and the Pirates. And the Reds, the Reds and the Brewers are eventually going to give you some hell. I mean, you know, you catch one of those teams on on, on a bad series, and then, and they're going to sneak up and knock you on the ground, and it's going to it's going to mess your whole team up. So you got to get these players right. It's April. It's no time to freak out. I do agree that he has to play the young guys. He cannot, like, you know, right. slam their confidence right now. So that is the one thing I worry about with Matheny. I think he's good in aspects of the game. I think he wants to get better, but he just he makes these simple mistakes that I think that mm-hmm. if anybody, maybe a great bench coach could just come on and just go, I mean, maybe we can just put Whitey on his bench and just go, hey, Mike, <laughs> no, 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 don't that do that. Awesome. Just you over- definitely do a lot with, with like, a little. Yeah, Whitey sits in there like, like Tom Hanks in a league of their own, just sips beer and just, <laughs> right. and just oversees Matheny and just goes, no, no, no. That's not a good idea. Let's pull that back. Get back in the dugout. I'm gonna, I'm gonna handcuff you to the pole. You're not gonna go out to that mound. But I do think that we this is that gonna happen. be a big. A, we need to see that. Yeah. We need to see that in the theme. We need to see him get mad. We need to see that passion come out in him. Our our guys need to see that. You yeah, know, I, the I, best I moment. Yeah, the best moments of Athena are when he does kind of get out there and gets all pissed and gets in the umpire's face and starts kind of looking like like. Carpenter a little bit. It's like he wants to kill somebody. I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see that that competitive manager who these players really love. And right now in this series, it'd be nice to see it because, I mean, these games, they're just April games, but they feel like they're September games with these Cubs. We're going to face them like in the last week of the season. That's going to be one of the most, you hope, I mean, knock on wood. (laughs) Cardinals are hopefully fighting for a spot in September. I want to think they are, but you know, this team has been so up and down, uh, you know, September 23rd is when they – I think it's the last time we faced the Cubs. And just looking at that date today when they showed the dates, I was like, oh, that's going to be a big series. That's going to be yeah. so huge. People are going to be like – Twitter is going to be on fucking fire on September okay. 23rd. I mean, it is going to be like off limits. It's going to be like Top Gun 80s hot. I mean, on, on Twitter. Right. I mean, there's going to be oh, leather jackets. Yeah, I mean, it really is because everybody in the world like loves these Cubs, right? I mean, it, I mean, the Cubs are the new poster right. boys for success. Right. But yeah, and uh, you got Chris Bryant over here just looking like a model, like he just stepped out of a magazine. You know, with his eyes yeah, sparkling. That's and, it's not and, fair, you know. It's not fair. No. You know. We'll, when I gave Chris Bryant some tips on how to make his eyes sparkle on a dress, he shouldn't have went public with that. Those were trusted <laughs> facts I gave him. <laughs> Look, but yeah, he you have know, our green guy. <laughs> I was like, Chris, don't tell anybody. Okay, I gave you, I taught you everything you knew. But we got our Greek god and Randall Gritchick against their little poster boy, pretty boy, Chris Bryant. There's so many storylines between these two teams. What do you see on the Cubs as like the most threatening thing as far as the whole season? What 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 player do you think is going to cause the most harm? 
which guy you think the Cardinals really have to focus on as these two teams develop this summer? Well, I, you know, obviously you've got Dexter Fowler out here. He is hot right now. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, well, is he going to cool off? Is he going to keep it up or is he going to cool off? You know, um, is Hayward's back going to warm up? You know, because if Hayward's back warms up like just like it did last season when the time was right, that's yeah. when Hayward started warming up. You know, I just honestly didn't like Hayward at first. You know, when we first got him, you know, he it just didn't seem like it was there for him. His yeah, well, wasn't right. Okay. He would swing at anything. And, you know, it was annoying. And just all of a sudden, he just started warming up when the time was right. And I think that's what I'm most afraid of this season is to see the Cubs' bats warm up when the time is right. You know, obviously they've got a great lineup. You know, and as much as I hate to say it about their crybaby manager, you know, <laughs> Madden can manage. It, you know, he can, and he, he knows how to do it. He's going to, you know, he's got his pitcher up there on the mound. He's going to pull him out when the time is right. You know, Messini's going to let him, you know, give up four or five, six, you know, runs before he's going to take <laughs> anybody out. And, you know, it's that's what I'm most worried about is just to see that, you know, you've got a great coach. And not that I'm saying that Matheny's not a great coach. It's just that I think there's so many things about Matheny that he second he second guesses everything in his head. You know, and he we've got the lineup, everybody's yeah. moving around. We've got to have some consistency. He's not showing us that he is going to be consistent or that he can do it. You know, it's not enough just to get to the postseason. You know, obviously we're the Cardinals. You know, we own we're October boys. We're the boys of October. We're going to make it to postseason because we're the Cardinals. So I'm, I'm not convinced that we've made it to the postseason every year because of Mike Matheny. So, yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, and, 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 yeah, and this, and this, is, this is a really big year for him, and it's a big year for Mosaic because Mo trusted the internal options. I mean, I mean, I, I wasn't telling him to go out and get, you know, Chris Davis ridiculous money that, that the Orioles gave him or – even up to him, but you know, Cespedes, the deal he has with the Mets was kind of affordable, and it's yeah, one of those bats where I you could have placed. Yeah, you, I mean, you could have placed him in the cleanup spot. And as I said last winter, when the Cardinals got knocked out, I was like, they need a knockout artist. They need somebody in this right. lineup that just strikes fear in their lineup. And so it's kind of a big, right. it's kind of a gut check for Matheny because okay, we we know that you can take this team in the playoffs. What else can you do? Right. Can you push them in the final minute? Because in the playoffs. He's, I will even admit, a guy who was halfway an apologist to the guy, I will say that I can't forget what he did with Randy Choate. I can't forget what he did with Michael Waka. I can't forget no. what he did last year with but Jaime Garcia tells me he has a hangnail. I want to told him to sit down. I'm going to put Tyler Lyons up there. I'm going to yeah. – I'll pitch. I mean, it's just one of those things where it comes the end of the year to, to kind of make an example or, or kind of – to another team in the same city and the St. Louis Blues, when they get in the playoffs in the past, they kind of their mental toughness kind of breaks down. And that could be right. a thing with Matheny. This year he has that push. You know, he you right. know, he hasn't experienced that pushback from the Cubs until last year. Now he's got that push from Clint Hurdle in Pittsburgh, Joe Madden, and Joe Madden just wants to win. I mean, he knows what he has in it. Chicago. Mm-hmm. He knows he's like, man, I managed in Tampa Bay with a shit roster and payroll. Now I got the Cubs. I got Theo Epstein. Right. And these guys are giving me everything. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, he knows what he's doing, and, and he's actually got the, the payroll to back him up, and that's dangerous. And, and that's why it puts it everybody on watch. It puts John Mazinok on watch for 
him not going out and getting that, well, we you know, that big bat. I mean, anymore. Like, no, we you can't. Know, we've actually got to try now. And, you know, you that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can't just. You. <laughs> you know, yes, this is the Cubs. Mentally, you say to yourself, you know, all these ball players, they go yeah. out there and they say, well, it's just the Cubs. You know, well, you know, look at what they've got now. We can't just say, well, it's just the Cubs. We've got to get out there and actually play. You can't just half-ass it right now. Maybe later, but yeah. not right now. Yeah. Well, you can't. And, and that's why you can't sit around and hold Matt Adams' hand. you got to slap his hand and knock him off the boat. I mean, if this guy can't hit <laughs> – you know, send him down. You know, a Memphis trip, I'm telling you. I mean, he needs, you know, the guy didn't get the at-bats he needed in the spring training. He's he's had a decline in power since the middle of 2014. He's a guy that, you know, is starting to kind of stand out as, I'm not good. Brandon Moss mm-hmm. is at first base. Matt Holliday's playing first base. And it's like guys like Matt Adams, guys like Seth Maness, those guys cannot stay on your team. They start to really suck. And if they right. do, that's going to be all Matheny. I, I know Mo controls the roster, but Matheny gives him the tips. And if he keeps these guys, like last year with John Jay, John Jay wasn't right, but he kept playing and he kept playing. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to come a time where, you know, he's going to have to be a better manager than Joe Matt. He's so going to have to figure out where to put everybody. I think and we have somebody them, calling you know. in right now. Hold on. Oh. Okay. Hello? 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 Hello, who's this? This is Doug. Doug, Doug who? Doug Elsey, how are you? <laughs> how you doing, man? What's going on? Doing good. I just, um, you were referred on Twitter by Ortiz. He yeah. said you... He said you are a great follow, and now I'm listening to your your podcast or whatever it is. Well, and I'm all, all the credit the goes to Mrs. Well, I'm, well, all I'm credit enjo- goes to Miss Stoker. She's the best. I'm enjoying awesome. the hell out of it. I like the conversation. <laughs> enjoying right. the well, conversation. Hey, well, that's awesome. Well, thank, one of well, the for calling, one of the things. No problem. One of the things I wanted to bring up was. There was a big deal made about Hayward and Lackey coming in and the Cardinal mm-hmm. fans booing, all right? Big deal about that. And here's my take on that. I think the Cardinal fans should have applauded both of them because, number one, with Hayward, the Cardinals saved $200-plus million not <laughs> signing the guy. The right, best yeah. move since pools best moves since pools and secondly as far as john lackey goes love the guy the cardinals never offered him a contract so it wasn't his fault it was not his fault that he walked that's a great point doug well well, well we're actually ran out of time so we're going to let you go and wrap it up but thanks for listening okay, thanks for guys. calling in I will stay in touch. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Whoa, that was our first call in, Dina. I I think we we (laughs) stoked the fire. I mean, look at this. We're getting called. I was like, who is this guy? I was like, I'm just going to click on it just to figure out who this guy is. It it might be. It could could be like, you know, the governor or something saying, get off the fucking air. I don't know. But we ran out of time. But the good thing is, 
the live thing is over, but when we when I put the podcast link up, all this the extra time will actually show. So that crazy Doug, okay. <laughs> I mean, our Doug the <laughs> calling, which is out of nowhere. Thanks for calling in, Doug. That was completely unexpected. We'll actually get on there. I, I was always wondering about the extra time that actually got on there, and I was like, oh, it did. But <laughs> Dina, thirty minutes wasn't enough. Uh, we do it need to kind enough. of hook, hook up in, in Little Rock, get some coffee, chat it up. You know, uh, I mean, I'm not Chris Bryant when you meet me. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a little rougher looking. <laughs> I don't have any hair. I got a beard. It's kind of it, it gets a little crazy, but we, we got to hook up and talk some baseball. Sounds great. Well, that. thanks for coming on. I mean, well, this thank is you for great. having me. I, 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 yeah, I'm going to have you on again. I mean, this is this is great. <laughs> this is like better. This is better than writing an article. This is why I started doing this. It's better just to kind of talk it out, talk about this team that's going to drive us nuts for six months instead of just writing okay. an article that that people will probably just click out of and say, "Fuck, that sucked." But anyway, <laughs> that's it. Uh, well, what are your plans for tomorrow? Any, any big plans for tomorrow? What's happening? Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna see how the weather goes. Everything is closed here. All the businesses, everything is closed because of the state of emergency floods. So everything. Oh, I have man. lakefront property in the front, in the back, from side to side. It's bad. I've had to wear rubber boots oh. for the majority of the day today. Oh my gosh, rubber so, boots! Yeah, and rubber now, boots. You, you like the in, least attractive you, you thing in, in the whole world. Hey, it can be very attractive, okay? Rubber boots, I mean, I'm sure you can make rubber boots look just fine. Me and rubber boots, would probably, I'd probably be shot down here. But where do you live at in, in, in Texas again? I actually live in a little tiny place called Tarkington Prairie. It's a little bitty tiny. It's outside of Cleveland. It's about 40 minutes outside of Houston. You live in Cleveland. So, Man, I thought you were a Texas yeah. girl. I'm so out of it. Well, no, I'm well you Texas. sound like you're Cleveland, Texas. Okay. All right. Yeah, right Cleveland, outside Texas. Of Houston, not too far. So, so yeah, so people, whenever you say you're from Cleveland, like, oh, Ohio. Like, no, oh, Texas, yeah. dumbass. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they're, <laughs> I mean, they're messing up your name. They're messing up where you're from. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you, you don't have any homicides on your roster yet. Just getting all this rage <laughs> from people fucking your name up. No, I, I, I feel your pain now. I went on a radio show, and they kind of pronounced my name as Bufa. And you can't correct the guy who just had you on a show. So I just kind of went right. with it, and I was like, it's Buffa. It's not Bufa. Come on, man. I told you this last time. But it, it was kind of – it was weird. But, you know, we just got to keep it in. We, we, I mean, you know, we we know we're hot and we're awesome. So people can oh, fuck yeah. up our name, and we're just fine with you it. play it off. But thanks – yeah, until the till till I do it like the nineteenth time, then we have to kill him. But then you know, since we've watched Dexter, we we know what to do when we do kill him. Oh yeah, we know exactly anyway, what to do and how to cover it up. We know. <laughs> Rubber bags, Home Depot, we're good. But uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on. It's uh, a good to talk to you, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have I think uh, Miss Family, the girl who just loves Tommy Pham, she's she's gonna come on on Wednesday and do the show. Oh, that'd be great. That would be great. So. I'm telling you, it's all female, powerful guests is the only kind of guest that I want. I mean, I think I'm telling you, take over the dose. I mean, I, I'm just here to basically, you know, lead in conversation and not sound stupid, which is really a challenge. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I already have my work cut out for me. But thanks for coming on, and have a good night, and don't drown. Wear the boots. I'm, I'm a good swimmer. 
I'll tread water. I'll do whatever I need to do. I, 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 I can totally see you out, like, you know, half your body's on underwater, and you are just got a cup of coffee. Like, okay, I'm good. Floating just down the river. Oh, yeah, I'll be good. I'll all right, be well, all have right. a good night. All right, you too. Thanks, Dan. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 